0: to the Josh Combo show. I'm so excited today. We have Mr. Charlie Boyle in the building. Hey. This is aka Shrunken Heads.
1: How you doing my brother? What's up, man? Good,
0: thank you. Uh so the reason I'm so excited, last week uh I went back home and I worked in my friend's shop for two days and I'm telling you I booked up in two days. It was so easy. Made some good money. And then <laughs> I came back to L.A., and I'm still building up clientele, so it's it's hard, right? And it's like I made the same amount of money in two days as I did in a, a week in the shop. Damn. <laughs> so it's like it, it, it messed with my head a little bit, and I was like, what am I doing? And then I'm like, so I'm just like, I, I went through the thought process, and then uh, I was like, I need to do something that makes me happy, and I hadn't done a podcast in a little while, so I was like, Charlie... Always makes me happy, always makes me inspired, <laughs> and doing podcasts makes me happy. I was like, the way to get out this funk is do something I love, so I called Charlie, I was like, man, we've been talking about doing a podcast, so let's do it. He was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Thank <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Oh, uh, So, Charlie. Yeah? What I really love to hear is people's stories. Uh, I mean, from, you can go as far back as, like, high school, like, because I know you was in music. Yeah. Uh, you was big in skateboarding, so wherever you want to start I want to hear where you came from and how you got to doing here
1: wow I, mean, uh, I think you, you know you, you did hit the nail on the head there I and it got into skateboarding as a youngster and music and that really took over my life um that um I started cutting hair I didn't want I didn't want to I didn't want to uh get a haircut anymore I no longer wanted to go to the barber and um I just did not like my haircuts and um so, when Gramps passed away, I didn't have to go to the barber anymore, so um, I talked my mom into getting me some clippers, and um, I was just about, I don't know, maybe eight when she bought them, oh, yeah. and, <laughs> but I didn't start cutting until I was about nine, and uh, my hair was bushy, and she was like, you said you were going to cut your hair, and uh, I went through a string of bad haircuts from the time my Gramps died till the time I started uh, cutting my own hair, and um <clears throat> my brother laughed at me initially and then he liked my haircut he's like wow it looks pretty good yeah. <laughs> so uh, and back then it was the 80s so he was like cut my hair like tony hawk so i gave him a tony hawk haircut and that was like my official first haircut was a my version of a tony hawk haircut and um then his friends all wanted that so <clears throat> um flash forward i would say flash forward a couple years where I'm like, I'd say about fourteen. We had a ramp. Everybody would come to our house to skate. You built it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I designed it. I built it, and like, half I, pipe or it was. I had two quarter pipes. Okay. And you can position them to make like a half pipe. Um, one, uh, one of them was, I had a six foot wide section, and the other one was eight foot wide and um so the eight eight foot one was stationary it stayed there, and then the six foot one we would take places, and it was pretty big nice. so, um <laughs> yeah, so people were skating and um there was one this one particular day that I remember I recall where it was a session of about i think it was fourteen kids, and um my friend was like, "Hey, and I was standing up on the ramp, and he's like, "Hey, you cut my hair today and that's, everybody lined up that day. That day, I cut everybody's hair in the backyard. Like, there was everybody that was in the backyard. That's awesome. It. So it was crazy. I had, I had kids. I was like, dude, this machine's too hot. I can't give you a haircut. I had dudes running home to get their dad's machine and bringing it back to me. And, and when you machine, you say,
0: I uh, mean, clippers. Clippers. That's why Charlie makes me, mo- he says machine. I'm like, it sounds more powerful when you say
1: machine. <laughs> 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 it did, yeah. He's like, oh, my dad has a machine like that, and I said, all right, so go get it, and I went, and I was, I wound up keeping a couple of those, those clippers, and uh, that, that's how I found out that I, that I, that I liked a certain brand too, because they were bringing me these other brands, oh. and, and I didn't like the way some of them. I, I, tried an Andes. I tried an Oster, and different, a couple of different walls, and my wall was the one that I liked the most, um, and maybe it was because just I had been used to it, yeah. And I started with it. So, you know, everybody has their thing,
0: you know? That was my first pair uh, was walls, too. It was I, wall. Yeah, I was 13. And it was basically my mom, and they're like, the way I wanted to cut my hair, my cousin was cutting it. And I said, cousin like, was a barber? No, no, he just cut it in the backyard, too. And I was like, I said, man, I, want, I said, I, I said, uh, I said, I won't cut my hair like yours, but my mom won't let because it. it was like skin fade. And she was like, yeah. nah, nah, nah. So, anyway, he was like, he explained it to me. So, my 13th birthday I was like Give me a pair of Clippers And I took my brother Into cutting his hair And then I cut mine The next day And they both looked decent So it got the ball rolling But uh It was My first pair of Clippers With walls and
1: I, I mine, sub- mine didn't have a lever
0: Oh really? Did you have
1: a lever? <laughs> yeah, I think so <laughs> Yeah mine didn't it, it was like This crazy Like stationary one And you, you had It had like All the The, the, uh, the guards Yeah It had like re- like The most guards That I would ever seen Come with a machine Like to date so, like, it, it had that big two-inch fucking guard. It yeah. Like, like a powder blue. Like, <laughs> and that thing. And it was crazy. So, like, they were... Because, you know, they color code. Yeah. Wall color codes. Yeah. So, when you get up to, like, two inches, I think it's, like, a powder blue. I don't know what number that would be. I think, I, I think it's, like, two or three inches, man. It's so... It's huge. That's dog club. That? Yeah, no, literally two or three. That's, like, that's
0: fucking that long. You laugh. My, my first pair only went to one through four. So, like... When I was doing the tops, I kind of, like, had to, like, feather it. Uh, free it, Yeah, free yeah, I, I, I would
1: spike the hair up with wax and just freehand it, Dude, yes, free-handing. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's one of the things that, like, it I gave It gave it texture. <laughs> it did give it texture. But I didn't have shears. Yeah, I didn't use shears so with the hair skin. I had to use the top. I had to cut the top with my clippers, man. That's how I did, it like, too. That was crazy, man. Just, and then it was kind of like, it... it Somehow we we'll would make it blend <laughs> I would And that's exactly What I would call it I didn't call it a fade Like I didn't know What a fade was Until I got to beauty school And I was like What is it called A fade like, yeah, yeah, I was like Oh shit Like I would just like Blend it I would call it blending it yeah. would, Like from like I can go from bald to hair And I would just like Blend the middle And I would tell That's how I would that's how I would tell my, my, my friends.
0: That's why I want you to lay like, you don't learn nothing until hair school.
1: <laughs> Serious. And I was like, so I was doing, you know, fades back then. You know, I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. Uh, I think that helped me today. Because what I do today, um, one of like what what I'm known for is kind of like just thinking outside the box. And um like, because I see hair differently. Yeah. Uh, once, when, when, I think when you. When you learn by the book, it's harder to think outside the box yeah, because you're more rigid, you know. And um, so I think learning some of these uh, techniques has helped me just clarify things where I had, uh, I I had, I I remember I had um, Nevin, I had him, not another cutter, I had him narrate what I was doing. So I, cause he was, when we, when we were like the technical terms or whatever. Well, yes. Cause he was in school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so he, he can remember everything like easily. So I told him, since you know all that shit, yeah. and you're like all technical, tell, just narrate what I'm doing and, and you're going to learn what I'm, how, how, how I cut by narrating what I do. Yeah.
0: And, that makes so much sense.
1: Yeah. And he was like, okay. It was like a fucking easy. And it was like, I didn't have to teach him he was teaching himself by he's watching but, by watching me but like saying everything out loud and yeah. uh, so he was like seeing and hearing is believing yeah <laughs> and I but then then I also it was, a, it, was a, it was it was also cool is that I learned what I was doing at the same time so I learned the technical terms of, of what I'm doing as I was doing it so I was doing multiple things he's like oh whoa whoa so you're creating a guide and you're you're over directing and you're you're creating texture you're taking out density at all at the same time you know and he was like and i'm and all these things that i was doing at the same time and he would say he would tell me to whoa okay well wait so right now you're doing this and this and that and it was really cool to hear what i was doing yeah because it made you understand it better it made me understand you just what I,
0: it because of experience and practice yeah and yeah. looking at a
1: head i know that i'm looking at the i'm looking at the back left side of your head but I'm also using my peripheral to look at the other sides of your head, you know. To make everything to blend. To make everything blend and look right. And, like, and, uh, so that part, I can't, is, that's one of the hardest parts to teach, I think, is teaching somebody what to look for. And you can teach somebody technique and, uh, and, and how you do it. But I have this saying, I said, uh, um, I could teach you how I make cookies, but your cookies will always I said, Wes, "Wait, let me repeat that. I could give you my recipe for for my cookies, but your cookies are always going to taste different than mine. Oh yeah, because your hands are bigger than mine or smaller than mine. So maybe, yeah. maybe the pinch of salt is different for you than it is for me. And that's why I was like, this is an art form. It's, it's creativeness. Like you can't,
0: you, you can only be so technical before like you put limitations on the art, you know, or like you see th- i I see color different. You see color different." Uh, like you said, you might pull more hair, but my big thing is not everybody has a perfect set of hair. So like when you look at it, you got to look for the thin spots and you got to look for the thicker spots. And like, how can you make it look more uniform? Right. Right. You have to like literally pull certain, like you have to pinpoint it and pull certain hairs up or leave certain hairs down. And once you learn that, I think it's uh, there's
1: certain people that I, that I, that I really respect the way they cut. Like there's this girl, uh, judith uh viola okay oh my god dude she cuts my hair and so she cuts hair the way i want to cut hair like that's hard to find (laughs) so so she so she like is technical as fuck but she can think outside the box and like take any fucked up head of hair and make it look dope
0: when i teach hair i'm like my first thing is like Let's take an old mannequin Chop it up And make it look good Make it look good Because if you can make A, a bad mannequin. haircut If you can make a bad haircut Look good You can do any technical yeah. haircut Right Right like, Because you'll understand like Oh I can blend these Like two chopped up pieces
1: And if you can Spend blend it the difference there Yeah Yeah So like And this is that Which brings me to my Another point is uh, of On um, teaching and learning Is When you When you're in school Like this is what I tell people When I go to a salon you know, or when I've, I'm if I'm standing in front of people, you know, at, at a hair show, like you know, most, most mostly at a salon, this is where I would use this. Is where I would say, like, you know, these are these are stylists, you know, licensed stylists that are watching me in their salon, and uh, I'm not going to stand up there and uh, teach them how to cut hair. You know, yeah. Every, you all they're all stylists, yeah. so I tell them like, you guys are all licensed stylists. You guys all have clientele. I'm not going to stand up here and teach you how to how to how to take fine sections and and you know how to do a, how to do a fucking uh, you know a tech fucking haircut. Yeah. Like, sorry, you should all know how to hair cut hair. The uh, technical basic. Hair. So I'm not going to show you any of that shit. So you're not going to get any, any fine sectioning from me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know? So what you're getting today is you're going to get perspective on how to think outside the box and how to, and a couple of time saving techniques, and I show them. Some things that I've learned on how to create looks, that because I'm able because of those the, those days where I was having Nevin like narrate those things, those are aha moments for me where I'm like, I'm doing all that shit at one time. I'm like fuck, I'm getting, no wonder I could get to a certain point fast. You know, like no wonder I could. People people think like when you watch me doing a haircut, you're like, you know, people will be like, holy shit, what is he doing? And then uh, like. That's that looks like a fucking mess. Yeah. But then, like, then the haircut comes out and they're like, oh, wow. There's a million one ways to it. do it. <laughs> yeah, it. You know, like they said, a million ways, one ways to skin a cat, right? Yeah. Sorry, Peter. they like, I love cats. Uh, no, so, but like, seriously, like, I tell people, when I go into a salon, I tell them, I'm not going to stand up here and teach you how to cut hair. So, you know, when you went to school, um, they gave you a coloring book, you know, and they told you, color this apple tree and now I just told you color an apple tree so I'm gonna tell you what you thought right cuz I I know what you thought I'm gonna read your mind you saw a a brown tree trunk with green leaves Uh red apples maybe a blue sky and maybe green grass yeah right yeah so we all did that you know so then you get better at it you start coloring in the lines they give you a blank sheet of paper and they tell you draw an apple tree in a green field with the sky and color and you had to make that same fucking picture and do it on your own you know Yeah. and like that's how hair hair school is you know They you get a book and they teach you they give you a head diagram and they say this is a fucking perfect head of hair here. it's the, it's a drawing it's the
0: same thickness all the way around <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a
1: drawing of that bald head with lines coming out of it that are telling you the direction where you have to take the hair to cut it, right? Now, I'm gonna take a physical doll head that's shaped just like that drawing, and I'm gonna take these rows of hair that are woven into this doll head, and I'm gonna teach myself. It's like coloring in a coloring book. Then, when you get out of school, you gotta take a head and be like it's imperfect bad haircut it's it's got dips and bumps and fucking bald spots and fucking thick spots coarse hair curly hair whatever fine thin hair and you gotta create a haircut you know you might have you might have two opposite heads come in with the same kind of asking you for the same kind of haircut you know and you're like yeah
0: it's not possible (laughs) it's not possible
1: you know and that's what you have to understand and that's how you have to know you know that's where that's where certain things you can't teach somebody you know, you could teach. I could teach somebody how to color an apple tree all day, and they could nail it every single time, and they could probably color it better than me. Yeah. You know, but like when it comes time to drawing your own apple tree, <laughs> you know, can you color? Can you draw it and color it yourself? Yeah, you know? different. That's different. So.
0: The reason I like Charlie's style so much is because he. I, he cuts like me, it's just like it's through experience that he's not following a diagram like, I see, I think it's great that everybody has diagrams and charts and it, it, if for somebody that doesn't know something, it, it is valuable but I think experience is more valuable than anything and that's why I try to promote, it's just y'all go try, like True. like you'll learn it, you'll understand it better and it's like, when I started teaching uh, hairstylists it's like, I, I would tell them just do this, and they're like, "Why?" I'm like, "Because it works." Because it works. <laughs> and then I'm like, once I started explaining it, I'm like, "Well, look." And when I started showing them like, "You have to pull it this way because if not, it'll do like that." It made me actually learn better, right? And uh, I, I could finally like, okay, this is why I'm doing that. But you just know what
1: works and what doesn't if you just do it long enough. True. <laughs> yeah, you do, and that's why you know that's what I did when I had that. I started out doing cut corrections when I was a kid. You know, I, I had my brother had. You was like so, 15 at this point? And this is, I was I was like oh. 9, 10. I was like 10. I was 10 when I cut my brother's hair. <laughs> like maybe 9 or 10. That was and, awesome. And, and, uh, and he was like, cut my hair like Tony Hawk. And he had like a dark brown version of Tony Hawk's hair. Like straight and, you know, thick. So I cut it and it worked. And then Manuel came down. And Manuel had a little bit more coarse hair. But it worked on him too. Then my cousin came, and my cousin had really, really wiry hair, and he was like, it's not like a fro, but he had really wiry, coarse hair, and it, and it wouldn't work. Like, I couldn't do it. I told him, and I was like... And like, you try,
0: you try starting it, no. it uh, <laughs> I, I tried it
1: on him, and I fucked it up. Like, it did not look right. So, his mom took him somewhere, because I fucked up his hair. His mom took him to a salon or something, and they, they did a straightening on him. Okay And a, a hair a, Like a straightener Yeah And um, he loved it after that He was able to Blow dry his hair And it would go straighter You know But he still had that crazy Weird coarse hair You know And um, so I wouldn't cut his hair to The top I would always just I would shave the sides for him Yeah But I wouldn't cut the do The top Because he would go To that salon To get the <laughs> top done So there were some dudes That would come to me And just tell me Like buzz my head Some dudes wanted a, 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 a What did we call it A um, it wasn't a fade. I said a blend. Hey, give me a blend. And, uh, but I think back then it was trying to cut everybody's hair. Like, like I cut, I cut my brothers, like Tony Hawk. And this dude was like, cut my hair, cut my hair like you did your brothers. And then cut my hair like you did manuals. Cut my hair like, you know, so. we are both a clientele. So, yeah. So, and the haircut is changing. It's morphing. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to put that on everybody's head. And, and, and I had to learn about everybody's, I did some weird shit, dude, like, I, like, took in the parietal area, like, from, from the ear, from right above the ear to ear. Uh Uh-huh. All the way around to the occipital, that, that little, that half circle. Okay. I put a fucking bald, like, I balded a line out, because this dude's hair was, like, sticking up and it worked bro. I, I, I i can you imagine the the grow back it was like a quarter inch of bald like i just like because it sh- was like full flo- 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 uh, hanging over it was hanging over but the back looked like it looked like it like like a like a I like a like a bell yeah it was like sticking out like real big and i was like dude i don't know how to get in there you know you, you had to like take i had to take some of the density out now that I, you know now i know but I, did, I put a fucking bald stripe I did that to a lady the uh, other day
0: I put a triangle on the back of her head like I shaved head. out and then I, her hair was so thick like you can you still you can't I, tell no I did her hair in Lafayette and she was like I still got my my cut out she was like I didn't shave it as short as you do she did, did I think that, uh, she does it herself well, no the, like, the girl that's doing her hair now like just passes like a number two on it like she just like or cuts it with a scissors, cuts it with scissors but it's right. not like I did it like a number two so but, dude, her hair laid flat, and it took out, like... She was like... Because she didn't want to undercut. She was like, I tried a- that. And she was like, I put my hair in a ponytail, and she was like, I don't want people to see oh, it.
1: Oh, that's why you did a triangle. So I did
0: a triangle on the, the back of the middle of her head, and, dude, you can never tell.
1: I like that.
0: Yeah. But see? I was that was a year ago, and I, was, I did a hair over the weekend. I was like, oh, you still got it. <laughs>
1: that's the kind of shit, though. But it works for her. It does, dude. It does. That's the kind of shit that I trip out on. Like, I'm like... What? And I've, I still never posted a picture. I'm mad at myself. <laughs> but you know what? Some people won't get it. And sometimes it doesn't transfer well in a photo. Like, like I got this guy who's got, like, he's he's got lots of density on top. And um, he's got uh, uh, peppered hair. But he's got patchy spots of darker, like, hair. So, I'm like, oh, man, it's really hard. So, what I do now is I go in here in, those, in the parietal area where it's really dense and dark. And and I point cut in there with my thinning shears to make it thinner so that yeah. it kind of matches out, you know? And, that's uh, creativity. Yeah. I love that. Uh, you know, you just got to think, sometimes you got to think outside the box. That's, that's actually one of the hardest haircuts to do is is somebody who's with loss of density.
0: And another, uh, I like to teach this trick too, like if a dude's hairs receding, I've brought up the, the, the front hairline yeah. and then thinned out the middle patch so, it, it doesn't accentuate the ball spots.
1: Oh, I get you. Yeah. So, yeah. like,
0: I teach, or like, if they have, like, the, the corners right here, if the corners are super thick, like, on the, the forehead, you can push I'll, it. I'll thin that out. Oh, I see. To where it doesn't, like, make the, the receding hairline as big. It looks, doesn't, it, it, it softens that, it softens that, that the edges. I see. I Like, it yeah. does, it's
1: not as dark right there. Exactly. It doesn't make it as, so like, I'll thin it out, out, the, stand out. The,
0: the middle part. And then the sword doesn't look as thick, you that's know. Exactly, it doesn't. It, yeah. that's
1: exactly what I do on the sides.
0: Yeah, but they don't teach that. <laughs> no,
1: they don't they don't, they don't. they don't. You know. You know, and they. It, but it takes. It actually takes a person a while to figure out to get those to have some aha moments, and that's what. What. But when you go, I think that's one of the most challenging things to do when you go to when you teach in a salon or you're teaching experienced hairdressers. You know, you got people that are doing it. You know, in the salon there, they've been doing it for longer than you, and and they're waiting. You know, almost with arms crossed. Like, what are you going to teach? What are you going to teach me? Yeah. And uh, that's it, it's when when you have hairdressers that are fucking seasoned, it's you can feel that pressure.
0: Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so
1: you know, that's why I'm like, I'm not going to go in there and like some of these people have like certificates, man. Like, and you know they're proud of those fucking things and they're going to they're going to show you like i went to abc i did this abc course you know yeah. and like and like i'm you know i have all these crazy classes with all these bitch and hairdressers that i've taken and so when you show up and you're like who is this fucking punk dude with the, you know this and this loud chick you know Raina fucking maiden color <laughs> you know, and they're like you know who's who who are these people what are they going to show me and like and what we show them is that we are humble that we we uh, we don't mind giving each other uh, a pat on the back, and we don't we don't we don't mind giving e- each other s- some of our work. So if I got if I have a colorist, if I have a guy a guy coming in and he wants some like dope fucking you know crazy color, you know like uh, you know I want this you know sick you know color with like a little rainbow splash right there. I'm not gonna say I can't do that. If Reyna wasn't there, you know, I would definitely do that. But if I have Reina there, like, why not just have her do it? You know, like that. It's gonna be this dude is gonna be a lot happier with his hair, and he's gonna come back because who doesn't want Reina working on their hair, man? Like, no. like she's fucking fun, and like, and that's the same thing that, that we that we do with short hair with me. You know, if there's somebody that she has that has short wants a short haircut, I'll do it she'll color them and they get the best of both worlds because Raina could do the short haircut but yeah. that she likes the way I do the haircuts on some of her clients so I, that's, that's something that, that is really hard for a stylist an older stylist to do is to give up some of those things uh, to, that's what you're saying you know what I'm saying Yeah, like, so that's one of those aha moments for them is to be like, like why am I going to give my money up you know and like it's not that you're giving up your money you know, I feel like if I have if I have this one client that comes to me and he gets his color done, like let me let me take you let me let me give you uh, an example. I got this barber that comes to me, and uh, Jeff will come to me. I went to barber school with Jeff, and uh, he'll come to me for his for his color, but he'll get it cut by by somebody at the shop, right? At his shop. At his shop. Yeah. So he'll come to me. I'll I'll bleach him out, and I'll. Do the, he'll, normally he'll want like an easy color and Reyna has mixed the color for me just cause she's in there yeah. I'm bleaching him I'm good with bleach I'm cool with that so he wanted some neon shit it, he wanted my color he's like I want the color that you have so I was like Reyna did it so hey Reyna can you mix this for me yeah. and she mixed it for me and that's where he's like he now he knows that he's walking around with mating colors formula on on her head even though shrunken heads did it he knows the Made in Color did that, that formula on, on his head. Yeah. And he's stoked. He, he's like, fuck. So he goes, he tells his clients, he sent, he'll cut them and send them to me. Nice. To, <laughs> to get that same thing. So they get that experience where they come to me, I'm bleaching them. I'm like, hey, I got this guy coming to me and he's going to get bleached. Or her, they, they look at our pages and they, make it, they just book straight with her. And like they'll come in, yeah. and like she'll be like, "Hey, can you help me out? Can you bleach this guy?" Well, you know, and I'll be like, "Yeah, no worries." It's like it's like it's us, yeah, and team. like yeah, it's a team, and we work it out. You know, we work it out. Like so, if it's something where it's my client and I got them booked in my books for cut and color, it's taking up time on my day. But you know, I come and and she's busy. But she goes in there and she does the, co- the 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 color application and does all that shit. All, and the, the you know she's gonna get she's gonna get hers. Yeah, I'm, she's going I'm gonna break her off. Some you know what I mean? And like that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And I feel like that's what what we show each other. What we show in a salon is like it's hard to get those aha moments. And like that is a big aha moment for people to be like, oh, you can't still I, work together and make can, money. We can yeah. And because when you do that. I'm posting it, you're posting it, the client's gonna post it, and maybe the salon's gonna post it too. Yeah. So that's four people that are gonna have my work on their pages. Yeah. You know, that's exposure. Which is exposure. This, That's what this world's all about, man. Which is precisely exactly. views and exposure. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And if you're using the social media the right way, you can you can get those clients you know, you can they can get they can come to you. And if you, you post that stuff, if that person posts their color. And they're like where'd you get your color man that's crazy. that's pretty crazy they're gonna go yeah you know? bam 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 nice yeah cause like a lot
0: of people like you said they're just greedy Hey, that's it yeah I get it I mean I understand <laughs> but it's like I'm not trying to do no Hollywood glam style on somebody so like I'll definitely send them to the person right behind me or whoever's working at my shop cause I was like at the end of the day it is experience like it is if you give them a good haircut they'll be like hey listen i'll let somebody else style you You ain't losing nothing nope <laughs> not if it's for a big event and it like who wants to be stressed out during the day like i get stressed if somebody's like pin up my hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: yeah no no that's uh, exactly. my
0: stress levels like i get ex- i'm like ah it's okay. like no <laughs> exactly <laughs> i just i won't do it no more but that's just uh i tried
1: that's right It's not worth it That's like That's like those weddings You know Weddings oh. are weddings I will not do weddings that <laughs> That's too much That's, that's stress it Walking is, in the door It is you, you know Walking into it
0: uh, So After You went to Like When you finished high school
1: Did you go to hair school Or did you What you oh, What was it? Well What I did was um, I went I went to channels And I went I went uh, You know Went uh, I moved out tasted life i joined a band and uh, quit skateboarding for the, for music and then um uh music didn't work out but i still had that itch and then uh but during that time itch for music the or- itch for music okay and this entire time since i was 9 or 10 i've been cutting hair steadily like every every year i would say i was probably doing since then i would say with the exception of that one day where I did like fourteen kids, <laughs> I was I was doing like eight haircuts a year, something like that. You know, like wasn't really thinking about it. Yeah, it just happened when it happened. I was just doing it, yeah. So when I moved to Vegas to for for music, that's when I was cutting more consecutively because the band always needed their hair done, and uh, I was like the guy I was doing all of our hair. And this um, is it had, like in your twenties. Yeah, I was okay. my 20s. I was twenty four, and um, so then a little bit later, in my late twenties, I I uh, had started a family, and I I stopped, I gave up music, and I was like, "That's it, I'm gonna get me some khakis and a, and a, <laughs> a button up shirt and like call it a day." So uh, I my ex wife started dressing me, and I just gave in to the to uh, to the world and <laughs> fuck said fuck it, but I was still cutting hair my own my kid um, you know, here my couple friends here and there and then um, I had uh, had some friends come to town had another kid and I was uh, getting ready to, to go to industrial design school and I had been for, for a good six months I was checking out different industrial d- design schools because I I like to be creative and come up with a new shape of things and, and um, <clears throat> my friend was doing that he was uh, he was Already in industrial design in the world of it, and um, so he said, "Dude, you'd really like it." And I went to visit him, checked out his school, really liked it, and uh, he came out when we had our kid, him and his his family. We uh, we had our second kid, and um, they came out to meet him, and I timed it so we can check out a school at the same time. Right, and uh, (laughs) yeah, and so they showed up, and the day they 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 got there um the day before actually i I, uh, I cut my ex wife's hair gave her a bob and I cut my son's hair and myself. They show up the next day and uh the, in the morning they they stayed at our house in the morning she wakes up to fix her hair and she's like comes out complaining about her hair that it's messed up she had a pixie, oh man, it's crooked she says i got a haircut yesterday, and they just like you know they i I just got this haircut yesterday and they messed it up and it's crooked. And so my ex-wife starts saying how I cut her hair, and so they, they're now they're talking, trying to talk me into giving, you know, fixing her hair. And uh, <clears throat> I was like, I can't fix a haircut. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're like, they caught, they bugging me for a good 40 minutes. I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I fixed her hair. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I went to work, and I, I, that day after work, I was supposed to go uh, to take this guy with me to look at schools. And, um, so I get to, I get to the house, um, and they had been talking about this shit all day, I guess. So, <laughs> so I show up and he's like, I said, let me just take a shower real quick and then I'll take you to these two schools. And he's like, you know what, dude, just don't waste your time. I really don't want don't even want to waste your, your time. Uh, like you need to look for like hair schools. You need to go, go to school for hair. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, dude, like think about it. And, you know, they laid it all out for me. You've been cutting hair. All this time You didn't even know. see
0: it Like they saw it
1: Yeah And I was like Yeah I guess so You know I didn't even think about it But but you know And then, and I, the other thing was You can't make money Like doing hair Like what do you You know what I mean? So They were like Yes you can And they talked me into it What year was this? 20 This was 2012 2012 Okay So I changed gears And At 39 I went to beauty school Nice And uh it was crazy, like, to show up at a beauty school with just, like, 18-year-olds. <laughs> you know, <laughs> 18-year-olds. There was a R.O.P., like, high school R.O.P., man. Like, it was nuts, dude. And, like, you know, I'm like, I, I, I was a fish out of water, dude. Like, I— So I, you went to Barber School or Cosmo? I went to Cosmo School. Okay. They didn't have a barber program there either. And uh, I looked around, and <clears throat> nobody had a, had a night program. And I needed a night a night program. The only people that had to, had a night program at the time yeah. was this the cosmetology. This cosmetology was nice. No, n- there was no barber schools that had a had had a night program like here. But I, now you don't regret it. No, now <laughs> I don't regret it. Now I don't regret it. But how
0: like, and I know you had to have them thoughts of like, what the what the fuck
1: am I doing right now? <laughs> you had to. I did. I did. How'd you get past it though? I think. um... I mean, the worst things happen to you when you're in beauty school, you know, what I mean like life happens when you're in school It's a long time to go through. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of hours. And uh, I, I mean it was tough and I was Working a, an environmental company job. I was like it was a I was doing 12 hours a day You know probably 10 to 12 hours a day there cool. and then then going to beauty school and Getting out at 10 p.m. and then going to work at 5 a.m. It was tough you know, yeah, it like was it was it was a it was, a, it was really tough. High
0: nice uh, school takes longer too, so I see what you mean by it, it was a very long process. It wasn't like a year, like thirteen, fourteen months. It was probably like right. closer to
1: two. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then and when you get to that, like when you get to right around like eight, nine hundred, yeah, it, the halfway, it, like, it, it gets tough. It's hard. And you yeah. like you want to quit. And well, I did the same thing. That's <laughs> uh, like you start not going. You know, I did that too. Uh, leaving early. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, and, like, you, you real, when you realize that you could leave, that's when it's over. Like, it takes you some time to realize, like, not everybody... Some people, like... The, you they, need like, test the limits. Yeah. Like, some people that aren't going to be hairdressers, they're the ones that take off, like, right from the get-go. Yeah. But, like, at one point, you figure out, hey, I could leave at any time I want. I could just fucking go home. Yeah. You know, like, this is on me. And, like, I would just go. I'd be like, I'm going to go home. And, uh, so... And Then you kind
0: of put yourself in a hole because it's like time goes on. Time like, goes on. I didn't finish
1: it. Fuck up the uh. contract, and I couldn't <laughs> miss one hour. That those last it was three months. Dude. I did. I had the same thing. Three those months. Last three months, I was going to school forty to make dude, up my time. Yeah, they, they told me <laughs> you cannot miss one hour, and I was like, fuck. So that that made it tough, and I think what when I think what the what I had on my side was I had age. And experience You know So I had The fact that I had experience I feel like Is what kept me there And like Like you knew you were good at it I No I think Like I think the experience That I'm thinking is like Life experience So like I've had job After job I had a job This The job that I was going When I was going to beauty school The job that I had at that time I had for For the past uh, Nine plus years Yeah So I was working at that place for ten years, man. You know, and I and before that, I worked at record shops. I I I did construction, painting. I did fucking all kinds of shit. You know, yeah. and uh, so I feel like it didn't feel like work to me. You know, I've sweated. Yeah. Hard. I've smashed my fingers and broke my fucking fingers and working twelve hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fucking going to you know uh, you know fucking up your back, getting smashed and. Falling off forklifts in the back of trucks, just fucking up, you know. Like and like, you know. Here I am, you know, trying to use a, a, a blow dryer and a and a brush on a doll head. And it's on a, <laughs> on, a, <laughs> on a on a tripod, and it was like, fuck, it was frustrating. And and uh, I had I had somebody, my my uh, my instructor that I had that day was a was a substitute, and she gave me uh, like a hands on, literally. Yeah. She's like look like you're holding a hammer and i was like Cause that's because i'm used to holding a hammer. <laughs> and, she's like, and she's like well you got to be gentle so she came behind me and did the whole thing like if you teach somebody how to shoot pool yeah she held my hands and like blow-dried fucking head with my hands she's like relax relax yeah. so she did that she, she blow-dried the doll head using moving my hands around that's awesome when I shampoo, I, I went through beauty school, I started working in a, in a salon, and I still didn't know how to shampoo, right? Until one day, because I was getting complaints, So one <laughs> to, to one day, this one stylist, she was like, you know what, today, it was the end of the day. She's like, do you mind if I show you how to shampoo? And she asked Raina, because I was Raina's uh, assistant. She you said, were Raina's assistant? I was Raina's okay. assistant. But I would like help everyone, hey, Stephanie wants me to wash for her, go ahead. So I'd go up and wash. And so Stephanie came over and was like, Can you mind if I show you how to wash? Like, cause my clients still have color in places, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. She did the same thing. She put my she said, hold put your hands on top of my hands. So she washed, yeah. and I just had my hand on the back of her hand. Yeah. And like, and I felt how she was doing it. And I was like, crazy, all right. And that's how I you literally, that's I'm gonna bring up Nevin again. That's literally how I taught that guy how to fade. I held his hands yeah. and taught him how to fade by holding his hands. But, so I, I always wanted to learn how to use a straight blade.
0: And right before I left, I was like, I gotta learn before I go to California. So I asked my boy Brock, who has the Edge Barbershop. Big shout out to you, I love you dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, bro, this is gonna sound corny. He said, but be one with the blade. He's like, it's an extension of your arm. And when he said it like that it clicked in my head like oh you can feel the you can feel the blade touch the skin right yeah so it's like it's it's almost like an extra finger like he's like feel it and i was like oh dude it makes so much he's like feeling it it's like listening to the hair when you like you said so like we we just had this conversation i was like bro you ever teach people how to listen to the clippers i was like because i my first shot it was very dark and like i was in the corner so i was like i just started to listen and i was like it's cutting all right i'm good i was like if it's not keep moving (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. and then like then i can spin them and i'm like in the light i'm like yeah it's good (laughs) it's the truth truth. (laughs) it's like using all your senses but it's uh it's not just cutting and seeing it's everything it is it's using your ears too so
1: so you graduated school you, how you get you uh, got I'll, your first job I know it wasn't like that I, I I was like I thought I was doing good right I, 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 I had my aha moment learned that I was a cutter right before I left school and that I that I wasn't a colorist and um, so at, at um, I would say just before I finished school um, I quit my I quit my job at this uh, environmental company and I got a job working with, uh, with my ex-wife doing uh, band merchandise and um, so I was working we were living in Pomona and working in San Clemente which is like it's fucking like 70 miles dude I think it is like one way and um, so but we were, we were out there and it was cool I was doing like I was doing the online store for Blink 182 Effects, The Pixies uh, Mew that's it freaking was, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. And um Um and and you know, and I, I I didn't want to quit that job. So, you know, I was you know, the like the warp tour came out of there. Like I there was a palette full of shit in the back and it said warp tour and there was another palette that said mayhem tour and like the the place the music industry like yeah it was the dude that I worked for he did all the merchandise for all these fucking tours that you we all have seen you know like on on flyers and fucking online and everywhere and um and I was there you know I was like fucking working this fucking store right now yeah so um I get my license and I was cutting people there in in In, the warehouse yeah (laughs) and um so you know flash forward and like right now it's January and like um and it was around this time where like this is this is dead time for for uh January for so the uh, music tours it, yeah okay January February is dead time so uh it was like we were he was trying to the boss was trying to give us work and I was like dude this I'm not going to come here anymore like give give my ex the work you know yeah and um and uh, so at the time she was my wife and um so <clears throat> I was like uh, I I stayed home and um, I went to I took about three days off and then I went to, back to work he had enough work for me and uh, went to, went to work that day and I worked like three and a half four hours and I had to drive 70 so, fucking <laughs> miles for a four hour fucking day and I and he was like see you guys later there's not enough work so after that I was like I had to make the decision you know I had to I, I I got my license. Yeah. You know? And I was just sitting on it and I I but I felt like I made a like I'm like I made the wrong decision by, by getting the license or yeah. quitting the job. No, by getting a license. Oh, yeah. I just felt like this isn't what I wanna do, man. Like I'm not like I'm doing these I'm good at what I'm doing, but it I mean, anybody would be good at it. If I went to mechanic school and learned how to be a mechanic, I'd I'm doing oil fucking changes on the weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's how I thought about it. And then um so I was like, but tour season died and I had to fucking quit the job so I was sitting on the couch one day and I was like fuck I remember I had this connection with the salon so I went there I called them up and went to a meeting and they they decided they wanted to give me a, a try so I did a like couple of days I worked like I think about four you know maybe five days for free yeah and um and they're, they, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm rough around the edges, you know? <laughs> Nobody's fucking wanting me to do shit, you know? They're like... They, they was nervous? Yeah, you know, they're like, yeah, you can sweep the hair for me right here. And uh, can you get my, my uh, get get a mimosa for my client? Like, that's the kind of shit I was doing. And um, so... You're like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And I was like, you know, and here I am. I'm like this bearded man with a fucking flannel and like Sears diehard boots. And I'm working at a fucking salon. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, so so I, 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 I was kind of like checking out. I was like, I'm, I was kind of over it. And, is and this is only the first week. This is like, I'm like, mm, it's February, March. I was probably like in my, in, uh, I started in February. I went through March, April. Okay. Here we are. Yeah. I am. And I'm like, done. I'm like, 90 days in this bitch and I'm out. I know, this is it. Yeah. And um, so they sent me over to... To, uh, the other side there was two buildings and they were separated by a little side street and uh, they told me hey uh Reina needs help in the other building and I was like who, who's Reina yeah I said just go over there you'll know who she is I'm like alright okay so i will go over there and if you know Reina then you know you can find her you can find her in a crowd just by listening <laughs> just listen. <laughs> and uh so she's, uh, I love you, Raina. We so, both uh, <laughs> love you uh, all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So I went over there, and she, this fucking woman, had three chairs. It was the first of all, the other salon. I had never hadn't been in, been over there, but for once to have a meeting, and I hadn't, I'd never really noticed. But they had. It was probably a good like. Twenty-something chairs in there. Okay. And uh, she had three of them. <laughs> and working uh, all of them. working all of them, and she was like foiling three three uh, three heads, and she had a girl helping her already. So I went over there and I was like, "Are you Rena?" like, "Yeah." She's like, "Okay, I need you to foil that one." And I was like, "What?" I I had never foiled anybody, and <laughs> she saw that I was like shitting. Like she was like, "Wait a minute." you know how to foil right and I was like didn't answer her and she was like don't tell me you don't know how to foil and I'm not answering I'm not saying a word because I just know what's next she's going to be like can you go get me somebody who does know how to foil or like can you go get somebody else to wash my client like it was like that for me yeah that's how you thought process can you just go to Starbucks instead (laughs) so I was waiting for that you know and I was like she didn't say she was just like frustrated so I was like I'll go get somebody for you That could do it And then she was like No, 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 no I don't have time for that You're gonna Take a spine section Like this And you're gonna be And she starts fucking Teaching me Yeah On her client While that client The other client Is bleeding, <laughs> And the other girl Is watching me You know I'm like What the fuck So she's watching me From the middle the And she's like a finer section Take or Yeah, take a little bit A little bit more of an angle Right there And like you know Yeah and she's teaching me from the other chair. <laughs> I love this. So, like, that's the, that's what kept me in here was the fact that somebody cared. Yeah. And I was like, what? All right. So, after that, we went out, had dinner, and she explained some shit to me, and she was like, all right, I need you to not be so scared. So, that's I was that was when my training started for me yeah. in here was when I started working with Raina because that's when I really started to pay attention. And she noticed that I did a men's haircut and she was like, you can cut men's hair? She was that's it. You're taking all my men's cuts. I got a men's cut coming in tomorrow. You're gonna do it. And and, make money. and that's how we started our collaborations. Yeah. She didn't want to do a men's cut or a pixie. She was like, you could do pixies. I know you could. I'm like, no, I can't. She's like, yes, you could watch and she came in she had her pixie clients and she would teach me how, how she would cut them and she and i would i learned from her on her clients and like i just took off on it and she was like i want you to do the cut because you did it better last time nice so, and that's how that's how i learned and that's she's the one made in color is the one that that empowered me and made me believe that i could do what i what i was doing she like she found a, bar, a barber school for me she reese configured her day so that I wouldn't have to come in in the morning I, she had another assistant in the morning and then I would come in at like 3.30 or 4 yeah. and work the rest of the night with her because she didn't want to lose me and uh, so I did that for 5 weeks I did the little crossover program and um, <clears throat> I was like that's, that was like one of those things to me that where it was like that's how I knew that I was good at short hair when, during that moment during that time yeah, I was in- yeah you,
0: all you needed to know, you was good at something. Yeah, and it held you. in you know. there.
1: Yeah, and then, and uh,
0: cause you could make a living out of just doing short hair if you really want to.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could. And like, but I mean, and that's it's not just like having it's not just going in and have get putting a, a fade on somebody's hair, you know, on somebody's head. If I had a girl come in, a person, let me say, if I had a person come in with a, with Dickies and a flannel buttoned up, you know, and they want and you know. They want a haircut you know like i'm not gonna put a pixie on that person unless they want it you know yeah. but i would figure that person might want to fade if they wanted if they came in you know looking a certain way they want a, look, a certain look they got a chain hanging on their side maybe they want some edge you know and i'm like i, I i'm not gonna give a person with a chain i'm not gonna give that person a pixie yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's where i had i learned you know how to like she taught me so much as far as like when I would do something and she would say you know what that haircut that you did on that guy maybe this or maybe that maybe you should have done this or maybe you should have done that it was just like helpful it was total critiquing like yeah. and it was but it was very uh, in a very nurturing kind of way so I think that's what helped is like taking what you've done and it's like taking that picture of the, the that I just drew of the apple tree and the apples and like you know what it's, it would be better Apple trees are actually taller So this one looks more like a bush What you drew you Yeah so, <laughs> Like it's it's, ma- it's taking those explanations And like And and really Like picking them apart And like figuring out What it is Like what am I not understanding here What is it that I That, I, that I'm not getting If I'm not getting I might be doing a good A decent haircut But What is it that That's missing On the haircut If you've ever seen a hair A head A head of hair somewhere And you're like it looks good, but there's something yeah, something's like not off, you know and, and something's off and I think it, it it takes that eye and it takes that angle, like I said, if I'm looking at the back left side of your head and my peripheral is looking at the front and the side and the top and I'm looking for an, an entire shape. it takes time to find that to, inside of you. Um, I always say like step
0: back further. Step or look at further. it further. Yeah, look step, at it from the mirror. Yeah, step back further and look at it in the mirror. And then, like... Turn around and yeah, then look at e- it. Exactly. <laughs> I was about to say, Turn like, around. sometimes I, like, shake my head. I'm like, all right, now you can see it better. Yeah, guess, yeah, shake it. Exactly, I shake it out. I remember when I first started, I'm like, um, you know how when you're trying to do something and you, hit, you just keep getting closer and closer to the head? Yeah, yeah. And then, then you step back and you're like, oh, I really messed that up now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I know what you mean. You get too close to it.
0: I had this later one time I was cutting a pixie And right behind the ear They had this piece That kept flipping up And I, I, that's what happened I got closer and closer And I'm like I flash back to like Grade school And it's like When you're stuck on a math problem What you do? Go to the next one Go to the next one So I, I, I went around the head And I finished the rest of the head And then as I'm This is a good trick If you ever get stuck on a piece start working on other stuff and then just like come back and snip on it and then come back like start working somewhere else and then come back snip on it and that way the client doesn't know you're having trouble with it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So that's That's what I did. That's a a great trick. You're like, I fucked that up. Yeah. (laughs) But I need to move away from it right now. (laughs) So, i've done it dude it's like i i just i start working on a piece and
0: i'll just grab it snip it real fast and like start working again and then snip it real fast dude that's, that's fucking that is a
1: good one hey that's
0: trying to air oh though. yeah oh by the way guys we in uh we in charlie's truck we met at the coffee shop and i was like it's too loud in here so that's why we're doing a podcast i think this is fun yeah <laughs> so, like, I,
1: like it. I think one of the things you were you were asking me um Oh, I don't know if you want to ask me about the hairpunks.
0: Oh yeah. So, well, let's start, like keep you with the story. Like, so y'all working together. What? Uh, when did y'all come up with
1: hairpunks? Oh, so um, so we um, we start working. We start taking off and um, and, like getting Reina's getting really busy, and um, uh, it was it was really interesting. We we uh, started this thing where uh, she wanted to become rental, but the place wasn't rental, and uh, so she pushed and pushed and pushed and they were like all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let you be rental and uh and but reina needed like two or three chairs and that's why she was like i need to have at least two chairs oh okay yeah so she would take two and like we knew that there's a shampoo bowl there's a processing area there's there's like pl- Different places You know Like shit We'll fucking send one of them To the Starbucks Or some shit You know If we need to <laughs> processing So We were really good About juggling people Um And um But we needed our own space We needed our own vibe Okay So We got a studio And uh This is the same one In Monrovia? No Okay we, we got one in Pasadena Okay And we moved We, we made a, about a Um It's probably about a 12 mile jump And um that's what we learned no, about, ab- about moving yeah <laughs> That's what we learned about moving. And um, I brought I think I brought one or two clients with me from over there. Two and um, one for sure. That was and a tough spot for you though. That was a tough spot for me because I was an assistant. So I, I, I wasn't stressed in, in because she was paying me. She had been pain. She had been pained. Oh, okay. last, You know? And um, so, I just needed... She just needed... What she needed was somebody to stick by her through this tough time. And what Maiden Color needed was for me to stick by her during this tough time. But then, what I needed was somebody to believe in me. You know? Yeah. So, that's what we had. And we didn't even know that that's what we were doing. Yeah, it was just... It was working. We just supported each other. And then, um, so, right when we got the studio, like, just when we were right about thinking about getting it, we meet uh, uh, Sugar Skulls. Okay. And um, we were thinking about moving. So, I'd say right after we met him was when we got the, the, the studio. And then he asks us to come and work for him in downtown LA. Where I was, that was like dream come true. So working in a loft in a building downtown LA and where all these cool fucking clients are coming in and like uh Raina did this girl from Melt Cosmetics and like just like bitching fucking people right like YouTubers and some crazy shit and, and uh and then and then it just got it got to be like the studio again for me because it was like a, there's no walk-ins yeah so I made a move from one place with no clients I, I, I jumped and I was like trying to swim you know yeah. then we moved to the loft and when we moved to the loft the way uh, the way they, the way he saw it there was the way Carlos saw it was that he's like you're your own stylist now you can't be her uh, assistant so like, oh. like you need to grow as a stylist okay and it was like he was making me swim you know yeah. and that was tough to try to like get people in my chair and that it, then we had a bunch of shit going on at home with Raina's grandmother and stuff so then we had, a, we, had a, we changed gears and we found a, a salon in uh, Old Town Monrovia that was close to home and we had to, we had to, we could no longer work with, work in downtown so we we just said you know what let's just crawl back a little bit let's stay in the back Ugh. and then, like we, we need to work on on paying the bills so,
0: you know, the clients were probably a little happier that it was closer.
1: They, like, the, they were definitely the, happy. Yeah. A lot of them started coming back again. and um, so I felt, I, I felt like, all right, starting to get better. Then, then at that time, that's when we, we moved, and we thought that Nevin was going to stay at the loft, because that's where we met him. And then uh, Nevin showed up one day at this, at, at this salon that we were at. Yeah. And we were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and he's like, I want to work with you guys. So we were like, dope. Yeah. We're like, it's going to be long hours. And he's like, I don't care. I want to I do it. I want to learn. And he did want to learn. So Reina took him under her, uh, her wing and she showed him everything. I showed him everything. T- did not hold any fucking secrets. Didn't give him everything that we could get him. All the information yeah. we could. And... Uh, he uh, then we then we get the then we get a, a, a new spot. We had to get our own spot again. We needed just our own space. That's where we're at now. And then uh, the last growing growth spurt that we had was Nevin uh, moving, jumping ship, and proving to us that we we're able to, that we we're capable of shaping somebody yeah. into into a good hairdresser. Right. So,
0: and well, then that, that, I love that because you saw that as a positive thing. You didn't say, like, all oh, this dude's leaving, like, what we're going to, like, you was like, no, 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 like, we did, we have something. We did, yeah. Yeah. That's we, a, that's, I and, love that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, if, if, if you're, I think that's one of those old school ways of thinking. And, like, I feel like you can't think like that now, nowadays with, with Instagram. It's like, you know, before, you know, people would be like, you know, you would show up and find out that your stylist is not there anymore, and be like, "Well, where is he? I don't know. I think he went to Europe." Like, yeah. Literally, he's like right across the street. Yeah. You know, I mean? <laughs> like, you know another yeah. salon, <laughs> and like so. And like now, it's like you know, I could put it on my Instagram. It doesn't matter now. I could leave. I could do whatever I want. I can work at a remote place and where nobody knows where I'm at. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, and that's where we're at today with with hair. Is that you don't. You can run a salon and only be licensed for two fucking years. You know, like, I mean, not really, but, I mean, you, you, Nevin has proved that he can do that, that this is possible. Yeah. You know, like, if, if you have the right kind of, if, if, if the kind of nurturing, you know, if you, if, if you're shown how to, how to do things in the way, in a way where there's no secrets, there's no job security, there's no, none of that, like, I'm gonna give you all of my recipes. This is everything you need. Yeah. Here's, here's all the tools. Because you- if
0: you learn just enough basics, and then you cr- like you make it your own, you can fly. You can fly. Yeah. And that's what I told him. Because like when like, I I'll teach, it's like this is all you really need to know. Like if you can fix a haircut, you can do any haircut. Like if you understand, if you can fix a haircut. You can do any haircut. Yeah that's what do same shit <laughs> it's like, if
1: you can fix cause
0: it there's it's no angles and like hey let me pull it this way i pull it that way if, if the person has a, a bigger head you're gonna have to like tweak the angle just a little bit like not as high because
1: it has more hair like a further uh way to travel i, you know what I'm I get you i get you and see and that that's one of those things where like like i said like you if you have that kind of training then where, where you know where You've, I've I've never I've never had any like any kind of uh, sp- I've never had any kind of cutting training, on uh, you know any Sassoon classes and yeah and, 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 well thank you but that's one of those things where I feel like you know I, I want to take uh, I want to take the ABC cutting class so that I I can get more technical yeah I want to I want to learn that I want to learn how to how to do one of those sick tech bobs and like. You know, I'm still going to get a one-on-one from like Doug. Doug Doug's going to like Doug Dio, He's, he's going to give me a one-on-one on, on a sick-ass Bob. Raina's going to give me like as soon as as soon as I get done here uh. at the at the salon, we're doing we're going to be working on some doll heads, and uh, I'm going to we, we're going to do a Bob on one of them, and I don't know what else we're going to do. But live on out there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See I might go. So, <laughs> so that's that's one of those things where yeah, and and that's how that's what I feel like. You got You got to know. You have to acknowledge those things about yourself that you need work on, or else you're, you're never going to work on them. You know, if you know, it's being brutally honest with yourself. Being brutally honest with yourself,
0: dude. I, I, I think I tell you, I talked to Eric Taylor last time, and when he said that, it hurts sometimes to be brutally honest with yourself. But it's like you can, you'll fly after that. Like yeah. if you if you know your weak points, and you know, like, hey, this is not working. You can either try another way, or like, hey, this ain't like. I think life's all about choices and decisions. And once you start learning how to make choices and being okay with being wrong, then you really fly. Yeah. Because it's like, if you honest with yourself and you're like I can work on myself. And then if you make a decision and realize, hey, it's not going to be the end of the world. Like I- I'll still, I'll still be able to do hair. Like messing up one client's not going to ruin your career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like when you start making choices, and you that's building confidence in yourself. True. So, like, you grow as a person, and when you grow as a person, you grow as a better hairstylist. Like, life's all about growth. Like, it doesn't really get easy, you just get better at being at doing I'm, it. And doing <laughs> it I'm making those decisions.
1: Yeah, and it's life's all decisions, but it's just, uh. It's true. That's that, that, I mean, that's completely true. It's all about decisions, and like, and I mean, taking, take, when something as simple as hair, I mean, I, I feel like hair is one of those things that it, when you, it kind of gives... It's your first impression. Like, if you have 10 dudes, people... You know, 10, 10 people standing there with suits on... And, and they all have identical suits. You know, the only thing you have to judge off of is... Not only how nice is their suit, yeah. but, like, their hair. Yeah. You know? So, like, who took the time to do their hair better? You know? Like, who's better at doing their hair?
0: But also, like, as for the person... If, if they... If, let's say they just got a haircut. They're gonna feel better about they're themselves. They're gonna feel better, and cause... that confidence you you can't that's you can't buy that. You can't fake that. Like they, that person just feels better about themselves. It's true. <laughs> no, that's,
1: that's, it's true. But you were saying, um, you said uh, before uh, would you, uh, um the the, uh, but the, the guy you said um, Eric Taylor. Yeah, he and you said that you have to you have to. Oh, be brutally honest. You have to be brutally honest with yourself, and like I think those are the, when you're when you're able to, to say like hey um you know what Josh I saw you do a fucking pixie on your client the other day and uh it was pretty killer so I have a client coming in today and I'm gonna give her uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make her blonde and she wants a pixie but I wanna know if you if you have time on your books to, uh, to, to do another pixie for me cause like I want my client to have that same pixie you did it was pretty bomb yeah and like I could do a pixie though You know But Not only Do I want Do I want my client to be happy uh, Like I want I want to learn how you did that fucking pixie Yeah Like So Do it on my client for me I might lose this fucking client For By, by But late. you'll gain two more But I'm gonna gain more <laughs> You know that's, So So that's how I think about it I'm not I'm not greedy you yeah, know? and I'm and I'm like, if I lose this client, then I'm sorry. Then maybe it wasn't my meant that client wasn't meant for me. Yeah,
0: but there's always more.
1: I want to learn how how to do that fucking haircut that that you did or whatever it is. I want to learn how you did it. So like, I want you to I want I want to see you do it. You know, and that's how because I learned by by because that's how I learned by watching. Yeah, right? I, I learned to cut my own hair by watching people in salons and barbershops cut my hair, and I was like, I could do that shit. Yeah, you know, but like. I, it was like, I didn't get better at it until I was brutally honest with myself and like told myself that that You know people were like that's good. That's good. But you know Everybody's gonna tell you that's good. Nobody's gonna tell you it sucks. Yeah
0: you know what I
1: mean? <laughs> So it's so, like how can I be better? So that's why I used to equate everything to skateboarding kind of still do sometimes and like you know if I'm trying to do this handrail and, like, I, I remember I remember trying to do handrails. It was fucking killing me. I I, I tried on this. Uh, it was a five-stair handrail. And everybody could do it. Everybody was fucking doing this five-stair. And, and, like, I couldn't do it. And I could ollie higher than most of these fuckers that were doing them. My brother, especially. But I was thinking, what is it, you know? I was like, do I just not have the fucking balls to do this? Yeah. Like, what is it? So I was like... Fuck, man. And I, I had a guy, one on one. We were just like out there, and I asked him, and I was like, "Hey, dude, do that handrail." And he and I skated the same way, on the same side of the board, goofy. That's so, awesome. <laughs> so he was like, he's like, does it? And and I and I tried. He's like, go ahead, try it. And I was like, oh, I can't do it. He's like, well, let me see, do it. So I tried it, and then that dude picked it apart, and he was like, it looks like you're a little scared. Like you're hesitating. You know And like Right here Like it looks like you got it But you're hesitating When you get right about here And he's moving the board down That rail You know He's like Right here you're good But when you get right here You're hesitating And then by the time you're here You're kicking the board out Yeah So he's like Then you just gotta stay on it Don't kick the board out Fight your head And don't kick the board out You know And like all right. And so It took somebody Who was better at skateboarding than me To Point that out to me And be like Hey You're doing it wrong Yeah You need to position your feet differently you need to stand here you need to stay over it you know stay on top of the board and that's what where it was hard for me because I thought I was good you know it's letting like, that ego down and be like yeah because uh, yeah. I could kick, <laughs> I, I could kick flip over that handrail and, let, and, and down the steps yeah you just couldn't get on the but rail but I couldn't get on the fucking rail <laughs> it's you crazy know? Huh? yeah so that's that was like it was, it was something it was a mind thing <clears throat> for me <clears throat> excuse me it was a mind thing but I also needed to be brutally honest with myself and tell myself that, like, no, dude, you, you, it's because you, you, you think you can, you think you can do it, but you're overthinking it, like, don't overthink it, you're you're just, you're overthinking this.
0: That's funny how, like, almost everything's the same, whatever you're learning or, like, whatever you're going through, you can relate it to something else, uh, like, my favorite quote, when I was a kid, I was into go-kart racing, Yeah, and the dude said, to go fast, you got to go slow. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I was like, 12. Yeah. He was like, no, 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 no. He said, picture yourself going into a corner. If you enter the corner too fast, you exit straight into the wall. But if you slow down and position yourself right, you'll end up down the track. And I'm like, but going through life, it's kind of the same way. When you rush and you make decisions, you're going to end up straight in the wall. Yeah. But if you just slow down or like, say you're looking at a haircut, you step back, you see it all and you position yourself
1: right. You know, you get, yeah you know, It can come out faster And when you When you get better at it Then you, you You learn how to Hug the turns Yeah And then you Then that's how That's how you learn that When you get better Yeah So initially He gave you that first Like the, the, the direction To be like To think about it And say like You gotta You gotta think about it This way Then once you get it Then you start like Getting better at that and, and you could get faster. You it. get faster at it, then you start pulling back and you start tucking in, and that's how that's how you started to get faster at racing. Huh. And that's the same thing, you know, with, with, that I did with skateboarding. You know, I I, I tried and I tried and I tried. And people were telling me, like, dude, you got this, like you're already doing it. Like, you're already ollieing. If you could ollie on flat ground and ollie over a fucking fire hydrant, then <laughs> then just do it on a ramp. You you ollie air off of a ramp. And you ollie on the flat ground over a fire hydrant then just go on a ramp and all the air off of there and you come back in like, yeah. Just turn it you can do a 180 right? Yeah, and that's that's how they, Somebody break it down for you like the way you explained to me patents, you know, I, I had read before I was reading about patents and then but when you told me you broke it down for me in a very simplistic way and i understood it i was like oh yeah i did read that
0: yeah. you know this is when you hear it is uh, if you hear it a different way or a different perspective and it's like it's you not giving up to like find the right way to learn how to how to make it happen right you know uh, if you like if you're doing a haircut and you're like how can i make it, like picture a different haircut that's kind of similar and then like you just take what you learn from an inverted bob and you apply it to like all a mullet is is an inverted bob backwards so it's like, if you know how to over-direct to shorter, just do it backwards and you got a mullet. Like, when somebody explained it to me like true. that, it made yeah. sense. <laughs> see, and
1: it takes, but, but perspectives, you know what I mean? Like everybody's got their own perspective and, and like everybody's standing somewhere different. And like, you know, we all, we all see it from a different point of you know perspective because we're, all, we're not standing in the same place. Yeah. So when you're standing, it looks like this. From where I'm standing, it looks like that. So like when we have when we collaborate and we say things and you say sing, something like, "Oh, like I do this," or maybe you know try this," and you know and that's one of those, those are those little aha moments you know like yeah. you said like because, yeah, pay attention to because it works <laughs> you know what I mean and like that's what I that's like you're being open to it though you being o- but y- you do have to be open you have to be open even if, if if you're if you're on the learning side, you have to be ready and open to to learn. And be open to uh, somebody else's ideas and I think that's one of those hardest part one of those hardest things and like writing music is one of those things that, where you have to do that and, uh, and that's where where collaborating is a must when you're in a band and I'm, I'm doing a riff like this and, uh-huh. and you come in with this and I'm like um, I'm not really feeling that you know and then like you know but sometimes you gotta let it go you gotta let it ride, you know, and like, you know, I can't control everything, no. I can't control what you're doing, you know, and like, so, I gotta let you, <laughs> do, I gotta let you do yours too, I gotta let you put in your, your two cents, and that's, that's what I think we're, collaboration, I keep coming back to it, collaboration is what I feel has helped me grow in this industry in every way possible collaborating with somebody not only gets your content out you know but it it, you learn yeah more
0: importantly like you're learning you learn (laughs) and like
1: and 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 you meet people man like you're meeting you you're meet it's you're you're covering all the bases and uh i mean sometimes you even get to use their tools and you get to try new shit yeah
0: and even though you think you got the best it's like if there, if yours is still better, at least now you know. Right? <laughs> <It's> right. <like laughs> right. very true.
1: I, I didn't even think of that. It's like like when yeah. you, you
0: said, you had the walls. Like you might have thought you had a, a shitty pair of Clippers, but when you try everybody else's, like, oh well, shit, mine's really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's, and that's just looking as perspective, it's though. Perspective, it is. But uh, mm-hmm. shit. So. You said you once you, you, you talked to like Devin, you saw him, is that when you, you and Raina really pushed uh, the classes? and the? Uh... You know, I think- um, Cause like the last year,
1: dude, I just see y'all like teaching and teaching and teaching. That, I, think, I think that started back when, when we had our own space and uh, it, was, it was called Made in Color and she didn't want, she wanted a name. Okay. And uh, she was like, I don't want to call the space Made in Color. I, 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 uh, I want to call it something else. And I was like, "All right, so we were we were in uh, have a have a pickup truck. I call her Betty, and uh, so she's just reliable I'm like a cow, you know. Like, old Betty, old Betty. <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> so, so, yeah. I, I we were in there, man, and I was like, we were like trying to. We were just shooting. We were like shooting ideas, like back and forth, and like, what about this? no, what about that? Now, and we knew we wanted to, something punk. You know, like something punk would be dope. And um, weeks went by, and I finally like we were in the truck one one day, and I was like, we knew we had P U N X thought out. Okay. Punks, because we we're like five letters in punks is too much. We needed to sh- shave it down. I and got you. Just change the spelling. And so P U N X, and with a with a backwards N is how we first had it. And we are trying to get that first, like, word. Like, what are we going to get? What are we going to do? And, um, color punks and got this. No, no, no. Finally, just hair punks came out one day. It was like, she said street. She wanted something street. And then, uh, and I, it just came to me one day. When she said street, that's when I thought bricks. And I thought, like, spray paint on a wall. And I was like, hair punks. And she fucking loved it. So, now y'all spelled hair, oh. H-A-A-R- P U N X. It's hair is spelled is the German spelling of hair. So it is a, yeah, it's a different language. Yeah, it's a different language. So I, I got you. I was fucking with the spelling of my last name. So my last name is Bowl, It's German. It's B O E L L. But the German spelling is B O with the umlaut. Okay. L L. And um, so the Americanized version has the E, so they can you can get the the pronunciation. But okay. People say Boel you know, instead of Bowl. Oh, so um I tried changing the spelling of my name so people could with the o, I dropped the E put the O with the, you know so people could spell it you know say it differently yeah and um and then I was kind of stuck on that at the time and so that's how I got the German spelling out of it and um, I like that yeah. <laughs> I love making up names <laughs> and, and uh, so and, so then we got it Reina wanted something. Pump- with punks in it, with punk, and, and then you and got your heritage. <laughs> there it is. So we 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 start. We, started, we named the place Hair Punks, and uh, it. We didn't even understand what we were doing. We she became a Pulp Riot educator, and then uh, I got in. I got in. Um, I got a box to be on the right squad, and uh, then I became a Pulp Riot educator, and it was crazy. We we're like traveling now with Paul Bryant, and then we went to, I want to say it was Chicago, and, um, I, want, I think it was Chicago, or uh, maybe it was Orlando, and, um, we saw, um, Gordon, you know, Yeah, yeah. so we saw Gordon, and, he's a nice dude, from Hairbrain, yeah, oh man, what's up, Gordon, and, um, so, <laughs> So we saw Gordon at a bar, and um we were just over there he, when he always he's, he's always really gracious and says hi to us and stuff and um so we just went over there and it, i think i can't remember where it was, but I know nevin was there and um, so if this was like it might i think i want to say it was chicago and um we we go over to him and he he sees me I'm talking to him and when I think it was my, myself and right and he says i really I really like what you guys are doing with your brand. And I was like, what? And I thought to myself, I thought shrunken heads. That's, it was just me. That's what it was. I was like shrunken heads. And then, and then I was like, oh, hair punks. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 hair punks. And then I told Reina later, I was like, hey, Gordon said, I really like what you guys are doing with your brand. And I'm like, we have a brand. Yeah. And she was like, what? I'm like, yeah, hair punks is a brand. I didn't I didn't even see it. Like I thought it was made in color and shrunken heads. And yeah. like, you know, in our salon is hair punks. Yeah. You know? It just looked at from a, a close up. But they saw it as hair punks. Yeah. You know? And it's made in color and shrunken heads. It's hair and they're as, they're, yeah. they're the hair punks. And like so I was like, it's it's perspective. It's a that's that's the, the what it looks like on the outside. So it was Gordon that actually that actually gave me that. Little, uh-huh moment. Uh-huh moment. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" So then we I, we changed gears and uh, we look at it differently now. We made stickers, and we like I think we already had the stickers at the time, and that's probably why he thought it was already a brand. Right? Yeah. And I just my thing with stickers is this: is like, is like, I, 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 I am skate. I'm a skateboarder at heart, and I used to go some places, and I would get stickers and like take my favorite. Brand, Santa Cruz or independent whatever and I'd like slap a sticker somewhere on a sign or on a wall somewhere And you guys have probably seen one of my stickers somewhere. Put up. <laughs> You're Like oh look there's an independent sticker on that sign, you know like, It was probably me and like I would just buy a fucking sticker, like, you know, and, and stick it somewhere and And uh, so I, I collected stickers and I put them on all my shit always I love that and um you inspired I, me to get stickers. I'm telling you. I'm t- <laughs> let me tell you, let me inspire you even more. Let me tell you why you should get stickers. Is and everybody out there, is, uh, I feel like business cards are the shit. Business cards work. Like yeah. Business cards are, they, they still make business cards to this day because they work. Yeah. You know? So, but you have to figure out how they work for you. So, business cards for me. Like you, There's a whole Art form How to hand, hand Somebody a business card You overhand it And you gotta like You, you know There's a whole way it's I've like, never heard I've yeah. never looked into this There's an old art form On how to hand somebody A business card You gotta be interested And like <laughs> and like You gotta like Overhand Hand somebody Your business card Don't go under Okay Come around from the back Is it more powerful? No Don't come out of your pocket With it like, Okay You gotta have that shit In your hand And almost like Flick it You know like And be like Overhand Hand it to them like, Nice you've been served. Yeah. You know like that. Ah. So uh, but times are different now and we have cell phones, you know. So when you want somebody's information, you don't you no longer have to look for a pen, you know, you're like oh, let me get counsel. your number. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, you have a product? You have what is it? Color map? Let me get your number." Yeah. You know like so now your email, that's a whole thing, right? Exchange of information. So now, I think that the business card, in that sense, becomes dated. If I'm at a club, if I'm at a bar, if I'm out somewhere and I see somebody whose hair I want to do, I'm not going to walk up to them and give them a business card because, from my perspective, if I went home after being at a bar or somewhere and I'm I'm putting taking shit out of my pockets, I might have this business card in my pocket and I'd be like, "What is that?" It's going and, to and I got a couple of stacks of business cards somewhere. You know, like <laughs> here, there, and like, if I look at it and it strikes me, I might keep it, you know, but if not, it's going in the trash, you know, and um, so, but if, if, if you handed me a sticker, and like, I'm emptying out my, my pockets... And I'm like, bam, there's a sticker on my bed or my counter right there. I'm gonna be like, oh shit, I forgot I got a sticker.
0: Or oh, you might not want to bend it. I might want to bend it. Yeah. You know, Somebody like, gave me one and it sat in my car. I'm but like, like, Protect I that found that it. Yeah, protected it. Yeah, I protected it. Yeah. So, like,
1: so <laughs> it's imperative that you make that sticker look like you, right? Like, however your brand is, like, this is an extension of you. This is better than a business card because this has an image that says who I am and what I do so not only is it just a business card and like I got a flower shop so my business card has flowers on it you know yeah. and like a flower arrangement I'm, I'm I've got a fucking sticker of a rose or some shit and that says my flower shop name on it and I'm like handing it to somebody like and they're like oh shit I got a sticker of a rose yeah. so even if they put that shit on their toolbox or on their refrigerator or wherever the fuck they put that thing they still lock, got that shit locked in their head like, I got a sticker from a flower shop. Like, what flower shop is going to give me a fucking sticker? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, it's cheaper to make than t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a hairdresser and and you're handing out business cards, you, you might be wasting your money. Because if you have a space to, to cut people, then your business card should be there. And if you have a sticker, I can put my sticker on my phone... And I can just, and, and even if I don't have stickers on me anymore, like I ran out of stickers, but I got stickers on my phone yeah. and I, and I'm like, look, here's my, here's my Instagram. I just turn my phone around. Yeah.
0: Take, take a, a picture, picture of
1: that. And like, boom, that's my, yeah, that's how I get, everybody's got a camera on their phone now. Yeah. So I think if you're, if you think about your marketing and you, you, it's all marketing.
0: You and know? you think of yourself yeah. as a brand. As that's a brand. That's what's important.
1: And I tell you're people bigger time, You're bigger than yourself. You're bigger Yes. Like, because some people come out of high school, they're coming out of high school with 5K, 10K followers. You know what I, I mean? You could do something with that. You could do something with that. <laughs> so, so, right away, right off the bat, I'm telling people, like, I'm telling my son, like, dude, you're a bitching guitar player, bro. Like, you need to start marketing yourself as a guitar player, even if you're not in a band. Like, you yeah. can start. Like, I'm going to put little fucking licks up every once in a while. And like, oh shit, he knows how to play that that jam. Like, like, put little covers up, little licks of of, from covers, like thirty second clips or fifteen second (laughs) clips. People know that you that you can play those things and that that you're good, and then eventually you'll get a band. You'll be like, oh, yeah, we need somebody. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and like, and you just hashtag it. You hashtag and you get, and and that's something that I've learned is that you by using that tool, using that social media tool is incredible for everything for meeting people like you you can you can learn I mean you can learn so much by just going on there and ha- put a hashtag in there and say you know video tutorial or whatever you know yeah. and like there's, there's so much out there if you learn how to use it and don't be afraid of it and don't be afraid to say that you learned it from somebody else you know yeah. like credit you know like I, I, if if I if if you made me something, if I if I'm if, I, if you gave me one of your color maps, I'm not gonna go out there and be like take the cover off of it and you know like <laughs> yeah. say like oh I don't know where I got that I don't know I found it you know like I like I'm gonna say you know like that's oh that's the that's that's Josh's color map you gotta check it out look at this and I do a little demo on it you know like if I believe in something I I tell you people talk about it. I talk about yeah it, you know and. And I definitely like I believe in my in in my friends and the people I know and the and things they make, because they thought about that shit. You know what I mean? Like you got you got some like that color map. It took a year to make. That's incredible. <laughs> that's an incredible. That like, was not like a uh, overnight process. Like over, oh, gonna slap this
0: paper together. Oh, no, that was a year. Hell, that was six months of testing material, and then another six months of waiting on a product to be made. Like, you know, See? yeah, like the samples took two months to come in. Or three months to come, and then the the next batch took four months to make and it and you like, have to try it,
1: yeah, yeah. and
0: then all on a whim of I hope people like this
1: <laughs> like you don't know, you, you know? don't know yeah it's good it, this is shot in the dark, there ain't nothing like this out there, but that's uh, that's
0: why I was like you
1: make decisions, and hey, if you're okay with it not working, go for it, <laughs> but that's one of those things where you like you you at some point you. Where you went back and forth to the drawing board. You're at map, back to the drawing board, and you thought about it and thought about and You thought about how to do it and perforate them and do all these things and like and and now it is what it is. It's what what we get yeah. when, you, when you open one up. That's what I see now. Yeah. I see, I can you know that's worth work that's put put into that. Yeah. And uh, you know and like you know us talking like you've got you've got great ideas, dude. You've got some great ideas. Well, I know you do too. I can't wait to collaborate. we got to collaborate. No, we will.
0: Is, Me and this is on air. We will collaborate. Hell, yeah. One way or another, we're going to mix something math This is That's a right. collaboration. That's right. We're on ideas and talking about it. That's right. we got to get
1: that 2020 vision.
0: So, what's your schedule like this year? Like, you have classes coming up? What you got planned?
1: Yeah, um, we got, um, actually, this month is January, and on the 19th, we have, uh, at, at Underground Salon in Long Beach, there's going to be the sickest event that I've, like, done. This is a 19th? This is a Sunday and, or Monday? I believe that's a Sunday. Okay. Is it during the day or at night? It's during the day. It's, like, 5 p.m.
0: Also, oh, I think I might be able to make it. Dude, this is going to be I'll get sick. off and work an hour early.
1: <laughs> this, this is, like, it's it, his punk underground, underground salon is a punk rock salon, and Thomas, the, the, Tomas, the owner, he is, like, fucking Gucci punk. And, uh, he has, like, the sickest fucking clothes, and he's all tatted up and pierced, and fucking got the Sex Pistols posters and shit all over his salon. <laughs> and he's sick, dude. And this, this idea that he has has got, he's got hair people in there doing hair. He's got people doing makeup. He's got, um... A Punk rock DJ That only plays punk Fucking I don't know how you found that <laughs> and, then, um, and then It he's, took time he's, he's got uh, tattoo artists So they're going to be doing tattoos At the same time that we're doing hair And makeup And all this shit's going to be going down It's a big salon Nice And um, so we're going to have a few models And I'm going to try to get in there Get a tattoo yeah. Maybe two I don't know There's <laughs> a couple of artists Maybe i try to get in there and, um, but yeah, that's, uh, so we have, um, we got that and, and um, we got we Oh, so tell me about, yeah. You know, uh, you have a, a barber powder. Oh yeah, we have, a, um, it's a, we're doing a, cl- a collaborative thing with, um, it's love your clients naturals. It's, it's a all vegan powder. It's only five ingredients and, um, it's non-talc. So it's I I have asthma and it's something that like I can breathe in and not worry you know about my 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 breathing. Um, it's it's uh, it smells like Christmas. Our scent, the hair punk's scent, smells like Christmas. You got
0: your own scent? Yeah, he's got
1: he's got a couple of scents on there, but it, ours it it uh, it's definitely sm- to me it's kind of got like that apple spice like scent. It reminds me of Christmas, but it's nice. a, but I like it. It's like and um. He's all, He's got a bunch of other scents on his on his site too. Love Your Clients Naturals. You can go on my page, um, get the link on there. You can The links in your bio. Links in my bio to, to, to Love Your Clients, or you just go to LYC Naturals, or I think it's Love Your Clients Naturals is the page. Yeah, yeah. The Pulp Riot has. Uh, they have decided to not not join in on the uh, the uh, the hair shows this year.
0: I think it's brilliant.
1: So it's uh, they're they're working on a on a tour they got a bus they're going to go to different cities and uh, I think 25 cities and we're, we're going to have uh, like shows in these different cities it's going to be pretty cool I wow. um, trying to um, trying to work on working for a couple other other brands that I believe in um, and uh, working on hair punk stuff actually we have some some stuff for hair punks that we're, we're going to work on this year and uh, nice. that's like that's Really, where we want to concentrate? Goal? Yeah, that's where
0: grow that brand.
1: Yeah, that's where that's what Rain and I want to concentrate on this this year is hair punks. So, kind of glad that, um, that the hair shows. I still want to I still want to go to the hair shows. Yeah. So we we might still fly out to them, um, just to like see them for a day or two.
0: Yeah, hang out with everybody. Yeah. But, um, but I think like the industry's changing, like. You know, like I think Pulp Rise doing something cool. You know, new. Like they're doing a tour. Like they're making it more personable. It's not like so crazy. It's not like, and it's more about them. Like I think it's smart. It is. I
1: mean, for for their brand, what they're doing is is genius. Yeah. Because and it's actually cheaper from a business standpoint. True. It's A like, hell of
0: a lot cheaper. Like I mean, <laughs> But
1: like the people that they're that they're getting are the are attracting are the people that are going to be going to a concert. Right So you got these people With wildly colored hair And piercings and stuff And chances are Those are the people That are going to be doing These like These you know Brightly colored heads Like Mostly Every Like creative color artist Has tattoos or piercings Yeah And I'm not going to generalize Because I know That not everybody does But a lot of them do Yeah You know It is what it it is Yeah it is what it is And like they're They're creative individuals So you know And and uh so I th- I think that that uh, I lost my train of thought there. What was I? You talking
0: about music and the Pulp Riot tour
1: and uh, how, how similarities? Yeah. So so I think you know you have these people. The people that are going to these to these events are I mean that are doing the creative color. Those are the people who will buy a concert ticket, and the owners of Pulp Riot are huge music lovers and they love going to, to live concerts and stuff. So that's why they've done this yeah. they've done this they've made it feel like when you're backstage with, with right it, it, yeah it feels like you're going to a show like it feels like you're about to walk on the stage and like rock out and and when you when, when you do when we do do hair and we rock out up there it's like it feels like like the same feeling what and I
0: just I, I came to like this realization over the years like people want an experience.
1: They want like, experience. It's,
0: it's not, you know, it's it's about the whole general feeling of walking in, you know, people telling you what's up, like the the vibe, you, like
1: people pay for the experience now. They do. They do. And that's, that's what they're creating yeah. for their brand is that, that experience. Cause I mean, I, I, if you think about some of these other brands, like I, you know, I'm just going to say like, let's say you know, one of the sister companies, like Purology, like I'm, I don't see Purology doing a, a road show no. Yeah. Like everybody that you see, like use, like on the Purology stages, are probably wearing probably wearing a white shirt with khakis, and you know what I mean, like white shoes, yeah. and like they all look the same, you know. That's like their thing. They look, they all look like they work for Honda or some yeah. shit, you know. And like, but that's that's their brand. Yeah, and you know that's what I'm okay. Saying? There ain't that's, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But that's why there's there's that's why there's there's Hondas and Toyotas and Chevys and Fords because there's every, there's a taste. There's different tastes. And and that's why we have so many so many different hair brands and everybody's got a, a hairspray, everybody makes a hairspray, but which one do you use? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so Pulp Riot is that brand that I totally you know just it, They know how to market. They know how to market. <laughs> They're a magnet for who they are, for the people that they look like them and they 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 vibe with that. Yeah. And it's a it's a total magnet. And if if you're that person like I used to say this thing where like you have a salon, and you might you might have one or two people in your salon with with like a crazy color in their hair, you know, and like they kind of feel like like the outsider because they are the only one yeah. <laughs> in the salon like that. So, Pulp Riot is. The place where all those people from every single salon—they all converge (laughs) and they
0: all feel like the same person—and they put they brought it together through
1: Instagram. Through Instagram, yeah, and they made one big happy, like (laughs) right, yeah. And and so, when it when it comes down to it, it's you think of that, you think of the branding, and you think of how it all starts from the from the beginning, and like from like high school, you know. You know what I
0: think I. the beautiful thing about instagram you can just be who you are and if you get if you work at it and you, you give it enough time you will find everybody just like you right you know it, like some people like uh oh, i'm a, am gonna you know talk about this and that and then they don't get no like response the first couple of months and then they just stop but if they would have gave it six months to a year they would have met more people they and then it's all about not giving up being who you are being true to yourself I and then you
1: yeah you You'll pull together be, be real with yourself And, and yeah. Birds of a feather flock together It's it's the truth that uh, You know Like eventually You find your group You know And like like That's one of the That was one of the hardest things to do When you're in beauty school And they tell you like Where are you going to work You, know, you got to find a salon Where you fit in
0: yeah.
1: And like That's why You have those places Like the, You know Like people People break off And make their own salon Because they don't fit in In that salon They feel like They want to make a place With their own vibe yeah. There's nothing wrong with that You know is absolutely you,
0: you work you do better work when you feel good where you work at
1: right yeah true you know i
0: mean i, I it, i've learned that the first shop i was like i i was it the i worked at my first shop for two months and i was like i gotta get out of here because i it was the first time i ever made a highlight bleed and i was like what oh i've never done that and then but i was like i wasn't confident i felt like on edge like somebody like like somebody and I, watching over yeah the show and them? i was I, I was messing up i was like i know i'm better than this uh i got
1: out
0: yeah. <laughs> that's why i love booth because i was like i don't feel like i'm messing with anybody's money
1: right
0: you know when i do commission right. i'm like it, it puts an extra pressure on me like like if, this is
1: this is your their name yeah this is, yeah it's not mine yeah and
0: that's what, my first shop was commissioned and i messed up and when i started booting two months later i was like having to work two jobs to pay for the booth rent, but my work was coming on fire you know mm. it's because it was you know you. yeah it's all you yeah, but it's just—it's funny how your mind plays tricks on you. It, does, it, does, it is, it is funny. Yeah, you
1: know, that's it, one of those things. It fucks up your psyche. You know, like and it, but, but the if you look into your
0: brain function and how it works, there's a reason for the way you think, and there's a reason like you want to self sabotage, and it's like, like you said, was like, you knew you was good at cutting hair, but like you had that self
1: doubt, right? You know, that's. Yeah. That's normal for everybody. That's normal. You just have to fight through it, and and that's why, like, because sometimes even somebody telling you, like, "No, nah, man, you're good, man, you're good," like that that, that, that doesn't that, that doesn't work. No, it's you. Yeah, like, you got to be able to tell that dude in the mirror. Like, You got to tell that person, "Hey, like, I am this. You're good, you're good dude. yeah, like, and or, or like, you need to work on this. Like, you need to tell yourself things. Like, and that's where that brutal, brutal honesty, you know, comes in. Comes into play is like." You got to be able to tell, look at yourself and, and, and acknowledge those things and be able to say like, yeah, maybe, you know what, maybe. But it allows you to get stronger. Yeah.
0: And that's like, it, it hurts when you just like, man, I'm not good at this. Or I'm not, or like, I, I'm struggling with this. But once you like acknowledge it and you start working on it, you just get better.
1: You just get better. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you learn what not, what not to do. Yeah. You know?
0: And that's more important than what to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes right. in some aspects, because it's like,
0: if you know your weakness, that is your greatest strength. Like, I love saying that. It's like, because if you're weak at it, stay away from it while
1: you, you know, you, you, you do what you're good at. Sometimes making the good decision is not making the bad one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's as simple as that. Like, I mean, like, it's, it. I feel like, I mean, knock on wood, you know, I haven't fucked up hair in a while. And I feel like what I have done is cut hair too short in 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 the recent past years where i didn't consult them ro- properly so like you know i i i had one of them one of them was just the lady that freaked out a little and she always freaks out when raina cuts her hair yeah. but she kept going shorter and shorter and shorter and when, finally she got to a point where raina was like what you want is charlie charlie's going to cut your hair today so i cut her hair and i made it look exactly like the like the like the, like the picture and she freaked out on me and she was like it's too short like she would like, nothing it's too short like she yelled and I was like oh, oh shit. shit this is Reina's kind of, you know yeah. like, fuck and, and I saw Reina laughing and she was like eh, she's alright she does this she do all, all the she time is, yeah. Yeah. she does this all the time like she freaks out I'm like what I'm like yeah she freaks out and then like, I gave her like five minutes and she was fine with it but but, the, but, the, but then you know I did have this one dude who's was like Short this dude Eric he was like I want it short but not too short and I was like I don't know what that means because he never ever ever has a picture yeah. never never has a picture he just is like do whatever he's like the chillest guy so when I took it when I did it and that's kind of deflating you know because he's he's a guy that I, I can go and hang out with this guy you know that like you know so we're we're like I do the haircut and um, we were bullshitting Talking and laughing And stuff And he was like I'm like I finished styling it Get to the end I'm like Cool I'm Like here you go Check it out And he's looking at it And he's like I like it It's too short But I like it <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like What? But he said it really cool Yeah So it didn't like It didn't really like Like cut through me You know? So I was like I was like What? And he's like yeah, remember I said short, but not too short. Like, <laughs> Think it's too short. <laughs> I like, so I was like, "Oh man, here we go. We got a visitor." See. The fire trucks are <laughs> <the> passing. <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah. So but that's that was that's one of those things where you know I feel like it made me. It. it, it I didn't feel like I fucked up those times, uh, but I did feel. Like with Eric, I felt like, oh man, I fucked up. I couldn't, I couldn't tell short. like
0: one minute, two, like and like, hey, look at this picture. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, but like, you know, I feel like it's a learning process for me, and it just means like now, even though like I have the, the confidence that I have, I still need to ask more questions. Like, like you know, even though I think that I got it, like at times, one of the thing, one of the easiest things that that I was taught was to repeat what the client says. And that's how you get What You get it in your head Okay So if they say I want a low fade You know Not too high I want like a low fade And like And uh, Just make sure that the sideburns are balded out Okay So you want a low fade Not too high You want a low fade And you want me to bald out the sideburns Yeah So that is in my head now You know And like So I remember it Cause if I don't say it If I don't repeat it Then I'm gonna go back And I'm Gonna give them a mid fade, or I'm gonna do something different, completely different. It doesn't and lock in. It doesn't lock in.
0: I got you.
1: So uh, that's just something that I've learned on myself. I like that. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I get we get. I get to rambling. Like, get uh, that's one of what's one of my. Uh, see, that's that could be one of those <laughs> things, where I miss out something like with Eric. I know that we were We were bullshitting We were got to just fucking talking And blah 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 And this is like his fucking You know I don't know how many haircuts Into it are We're like three years into it Yeah so, And he gets haircuts Like every three to four weeks So You know I I don't know how many times I've cut this dude's hair And it was <laughs> And it was It was so fuck. It was like a year ago Maybe less than a year ago And I was like Fuck And like Did you see me cutting it? He's like yeah, I kind of saw you cutting it, but I didn't know. I thought I thought I was like, mm, I don't know. I think he knows. He knows. He knows what he's doing, and I was like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I I, I did. I knew that I was cutting your hair. Off. I absolutely knew I was cutting your hair up. You know, so it's it it just it's just me being on my on my toes and not not letting down my guard because I think that's one of those things that like after when those kinds of things happen, I I it makes you reset and I'm like there's there. Ha- I have to have a way you know the, the, a method of, of that I do this because every head is different and I have to I have to give every head this, the same amount of attention you know that I gave the last head
0: the best thing I was like treat every client as a new client even your oldest ones
1: even it doesn't matter how yeah. many haircuts it is like that that dude or that person, their hair may have changed. Maybe they, maybe they're losing hair. You have to, you have to pay attention. Yeah. So, like, maybe that haircut is the haircut where they were started. Where like they've been losing hair for the past couple of weeks, and now this haircut's going to be different. Yeah. And you don't know, unless you're paying attention. Yeah, and it makes sense. And so, so that's, so that's I, a great piece of advice. Yeah. So I, 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 have noticed that, and like that's one of those things where, especially on my own guy clients, you know, you have, you have guys. Like, your hair, your your head changes every seven years. Yeah. So, when you're, when, when you're, you got a little seven or eight-year-old boy and their head, their head is, is growing. You got a 14-year-old kid who's, like, the neck is now stretched out and you don't have that little dip in the neck anymore. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you know, and you have a 21-year-old guy who might be, start, might, might start losing his hair or, like, 28 that's when he might start losing his hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I
0: have a lot of girls that come in at, like, 30, 32, and they're, like, all of a sudden, they're like, my,
1: my hair's not the same. And it's like, you hate to tell them, it's just like, it's just the age. It's just the age. Yeah. Change, like, and that's the truth, Yeah. you know? And so, like, when you... When, that's why I feel like I have to give every client, like you said, I have to give them that, that 100%, like it's their first time in the chair, because something may have changed. And, uh, and, and that's something that I'm learning by... Having you know these clients that are like in their twenties, like guys start to lose their hair when they're twenty one. If they're gonna lose it, yeah, you know, like sometimes in high school. But by you know, I've had guys in my chair that are like 21, 22, and they're thinning, you know, and balding. And that's you know, I I gotta know that by the time he, when he comes back, he might have less hair. So if he wants this same haircut, it's gonna look different. Yeah, you know,
0: and as you're helping that conference, cause like the dude that brought up his hairline. He was young. He was like 21, and he was like messing with his head. I was like, "Listen, dude, I'll I'll bring up your hairline, and like, you know, you start cutting it like you said a little
1: different to not accentuate the thinness, or like, you gotta be willing to change it." You give them that confidence, though. Yeah, you're you're still, you're, you're, you're building that confidence for that guy, even though he, even he's not shaving his head yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if, if if a dude's gonna shave his head, he's gonna shave his head at home, and that's gonna be it. You're not gonna see him anymore you know so Very like true. he's not going to be like hey can you shave my head? Yeah. I think I'm going bald. Yeah. You know like no.
0: Yeah, make it feel good. He's going to do it he's going <laughs> to on his
1: own. So like if whenever I have a, I have this guy that this that I told you about Peter, he comes in my he's in my chair and then I got David who sits across the, the guy I was telling you with with, with the sleeve and uh, Oh yeah yeah. And, uh, so David, they will fuck with each other. They talk <laughs> they talk to, shit to each other. So I'm like I got I got Peter in my chair who's like like losing his hair and and uh, and then I got David over there with a bitching fucking head of fucking Persian <laughs> hair right and he's like shave his fucking head Charlie shave, <laughs> shave his fucking Peter why do you why are you going why are you doing this to yourself Peter just shave your fucking head and I'm like <laughs> you're like shut up you're messing I'm like, up with us like, and I'll tell him I'm like hey when he's out of my chair, you could talk shit to him. I'm like, Peter, do you want to shave your head? No. All right, cool. So, he's, he doesn't want to shave his head. Yeah. So, leave him the fuck alone. And then when he's out of the chair, I can be like, now you can talk shit to him. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good story. <laughs> well, uh,
0: what's your, okay, uh, what's your favorite quote that changed, like, that gave you, or like, changed your life? You
1: have one of those? Favorite quote. Changed my life. Do I have one? I do. Um, I have this uh, this saying, this this quote that um, it's it was from. There was uh, you you familiar with the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. And um, let me see where's my phone. let me see Right here in my jacket. Um, there's a uh, there's this quote. It's uh, it was there was a, a video that the red hot chili peppers made. Let me see. Uh, you're gonna have to edit this out.
0: No, well, listen. My favorite quote while I looking up this is something like, "the Be the calm, uh, centered version of yourself is the most productive. And it kind of relates to you know, when you move too fast and you make bad decisions, or you just make the wrong decision, slows you down. But when you calm and you're centered, you just you're more productive. And I think when I I read that, it was a life changing moment. The poem Self Centered Version of Yourself is the most productive.
1: I like that. Thank you. No, this one's mine right here. So, um, it's the intro to this movie here, and um, it's called Funky Monks. It's, It's like I'm in the fourth dimension, and somebody's asking me to describe it verbally. And that's what the fourth dimension is all about Is no words No symbols, no images All pure, real energy And vibrations That's it What
0: well, that means to you though, like In your words in my, oh, I
1: will not, in, more. <laughs> in my own words, I just feel that It's This whole Everything that we're doing every, Anything that you do It's it's only real if, if if you put your heart into it. I and mean, anybody anybody can like fix a car, but there's only there's certain mechanics that you trust, you know. And and that's like uh, that's what I am. I'm like I like to think of myself as that that mechanic that you can trust that, with your car. You know what I mean? I love it.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it's realness.
1: It's realness. And it's like and I feel like when when you're present in what you're doing, then y- you do a better job, you know? I might be I might be you might have me sweeping the floor, but or or doing the towels, but everybody's going to know that I was doing the towels and that I was sweeping because it's going to look different. Yeah, and 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 it and it was like people knew when I was doing the towels. Like, oh, Charlie did the towels today. They look better. They look better, and like I put my heart into everything I do because it's your name ultimately, and what does your name mean to you? I love that.
0: Well, Charlie, thank you very much, my brother. Thank it's been you. a pleasure.
1: I love this. I love I love doing this too. Thank you for for the chance, and uh, I I appreciate you taking the time of taking the time out of your busy schedule to come out and do
0: this yeah but i appreciate you because like i feed off your energy and like I, this is gonna last like for a long time it's like I, didn't, I think you should have people like that and that you can call and if you, you know don't like just go go find them
1: <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is my first podcast Hell yeah, you did fucking <laughs> amazing! <laughs> oh, how you spell your Instagram? Somebody, everybody knows how. Oh, S H R U N K N H E A D S. Shrunk with the letter N, heads. And Hairpunks
0: is at H A A R P U N X. That's right. Y'all check them out, show them some love. Thank y'all very much, people. I appreciate y'all. Have a great day. Happy 2020. Thank you for listening. This episode has been brought to you by Josh Cromwell Hair. Innovative tools for the creative stylist. Check us out, com. We appreciate you listening and hope you have a great day.